What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Today, I want to talk about something called, what I'm calling it, charlatan syndrome. Um, Also something that has been called in the past, imposter syndrome. I've talked about this to several people over um, the last several years, especially the last several months, and want to just do a podcast episode on it to define it and show why it comes into our brain and what we can do about it. So... I always like to start with a definition of a charlatan or an imposter. Um, The best definition I found that makes it sound the worst, which was kind of what I was going for, is a charlatan is a person practicing quackery, kind of an old school word there, or some similar confidence trick or deception in order to obtain money, fame, or other advantages via some form of pretense or deception. Synonyms for charlatan include shyster, quack, or faker. Um, That's the definition of it. Um, And I think that can come into our brains from time to time, especially when we are in an industry that's young. Um, We're in an industry that doesn't have specific guidelines to what is the right way to do something um, or what is an actual 100% fix. It is uh, relative to per tech and how the tech uh, gives that information to the customer. So it is interesting. I think we find this a lot in our industry is that we can feel like a charlatan charlatan or an imposter um, at times. And so I need to be careful here because I don't want to, what I want to do in this podcast today is show you that feeling that way isn't always founded in your brain. It's your brain trying to trick you into staying inside of your own comfort zone and to pull you back into that fixed mindset instead of staying into the growth mindset. But on the other hand, with that definition, we don't want to put ourselves in a situation where we feel like we're one of the technicians who approaches people at big box stores and says, hey, I can fix that dent for you for a hundred bucks, rub some of that blue wax on it and says, you know, call me in three days and they're gone. So it's a fine line here, but the difference in that is massive in your own head. We all know who we are and what our abilities are. We know if we are taking advantage of people in parking lots, or we know if we've actually put the time and the effort and the energy and the the caring and the amount of work it takes to learn how to do dent repair effectively. So when I think about, you know, what we affectionately call dent gypsies, um, that they're charlatans, they are a person practicing some similar or some form of similar confidence to quackery and trick or deception in order to obtain money, fame, or other advantages. But what I'm going to propose is that to some extent, everybody needs to do that in business. Um, the way the reason we feel like that is when we leave our comfort zone. So when we know we can fix a one inch dent or a three inch dent through a body line or whatever, we know we can do that, then we're inside of our comfort zone. The only time we're ever going to get better at dent repair and learn is to push our own limits. 
And sometimes in order to push your own limits, you have to sign yourself up for something that you're not 100% sure that you can fix. So it may feel like to you that you are are deceiving a customer in order to obtain money, fame, or other advantages. But I want to reframe it a different way. So I've said it many other times, it's one of the things that I lean on that having a real dent repair business is creating expectations for a customer and then delivering on those expectations. Um, Sometimes you have to set an expectation for a customer that's slightly outside of what you think you're capable of or what you may think you're capable of it, but you've never done it in the past. So what can happen is we never push ourselves outside that comfort zone because we're scared of being defined by ourselves as an imposter or a faker or a charlatan. So it keeps us stuck in a specific area. It keeps us stuck in only doing wholesale lots and never doing retail. It keeps us stuck in only ever fixing smaller dents for smaller prices and never getting to those larger, those larger repairs. What, so why do we feel that way? Like what goes on in our head or in our brain that makes us feel like we're such imposters when we're doing something that, because we're doing something we've never done. Right. So I relate it to evolution. Um, if you check out my website at coachcoreyk.com, I talk a little bit about this, but we have evolved from humans that, you know, whatever, how many years ago, I don't know, 10,000 years ago, let's say we were the same type of people with the same brains, the same evolutionary, you know, spot that we're in, in life. But our life was way different. We didn't have cities, right? We lived in the woods or in caves or near rivers. And our brain has evolved to keep us alive. That's the whole point of our brain is to keep you alive and keep you safe. So when you, Our brain has evolved to if we see something or hear something or smell something that is scary, then our body goes into a fight or flight response and it tells us to run from that thing. It's the fear of the unknown, really. So right, if you hear that bush rustling 10,000 years ago, it could either be a bunny rabbit or a tiger and you don't know that and your body doesn't know that. So in order to keep us alive as a species... I know this might sound weird, but there's a point to it, right? To keep us alive, our brain has said fight or flight. It goes in, it pumps adrenaline to our body, gets us really amped up, and we are ready to run. We are ready to be scared. We are ready to go back into our cave and not explore or go get food, right? That's what we do. That's what we do. Unless our why is big enough, unless, unless the safety of a child or safety of another member is big enough, then we will run into that situation, right? So... That being said, our brain is very similar to the way it was 10,000 years ago because that moves very slowly, but our world has changed significantly. So our fear of the unknown feels the same in our body. It's a fight fight or flight response. Like when you think about um, public speaking or if you think about walking into a dealership and selling or if you think about telling someone you can fix that $1,200 dent that you quoted, but you're really not 100% sure if you can fix it. Those are all fears of the unknown. And your brain tries to get you to move away from those situations because that's what it does. It's the fear of the unknown. Fear in your brain feels the same way, whether it's fear of, of the unknown 10,000 years ago or fear of the unknown now. The difference between now is that there is no death on the table. If you quote somebody a repair and you can't fix it and you have to walk away with your tail between your legs, that's the worst thing that's going to happen. There is no death involved in that, but our brain doesn't know that. 
So it's our job and my job. What I want to show today is that having the right mindset and understanding these things can help you get over those tricks that your brain plays on you. You can help identify that and then get over that and say, okay, yeah, I hear you. I get it. It is scary. I've never done that before. It's pushing myself out of my side of my comfort zone, but I know that I'm not an imposter. I'm not a charlatan. I know that I have the abilities. I have the tooling. I have the training to potentially be able to fix this. I am not deceiving my customer and I'm not tricking them into paying me. I have set the expectation with them that I will get this thing dang near perfect. And if I don't achieve that, I will not take their money, right? Big difference when you, when you frame it that way versus when you frame it for someone that's approaching somebody in a big box store parking lot right? So that's the difference. The same tricks get played in our head. We will feel like an imposter every time we push ourselves outside of that comfort zone. But that's what we need to be. That's what we need to be doing, right? Because that's where the growth is. Um, This is, I talked about this a couple weeks ago with with the greediness of the how. This is just the biggest thing that I've learned over the last couple of years and, and why I've been able to see growth in my life is that it ties back to the how greed, it ties back to the, to the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset is that you, you have to learn as you go. Like if we're going to, if we're never going to start a dent repair business or never going to start that retail shop or never hire that person until we are 100 until we think we're 100% ready, we'll never do it because you'll never be 100% ready until after you do it. Being 100% ready to do something means that it's very comfortable for you. It means that you have already done it hundreds of times and you know for sure, no matter what, that one inch dent in the door, you're going to fix no matter what. That's the comfort zone. That's where you, that's where you know you can achieve it, 100% certain. But in order to grow and get better you have to you have to move into that before you're 100% certain. There is no way for you to be 100% certain of doing something while you're pushing your own limits because then it wouldn't be 100% certain. You actually learn as you go into it. So like I related to the how greed a while ago is that you need to focus on the end goal and understanding what that end goal is, defining it for yourself, writing it down, there's going to be a million different paths to get there. And you may not know what it looks like from now until next year. If you set a goal next year, whether it's an income goal or a weight loss goal, that needs to be the goal. But in between there, it's not going to be from point A to point B. It's going to look like the stock market where it goes up and down and up and down and up and down until you get to achieve that goal. Um, the problem is focusing on the, on the how or the fixed mindset or getting stuck and letting the charlatan syndrome in your brain win that battle You'll quit if it looks like the stock market, you'll quit on those downturns, right? And we need to ride the ups and the downs all the way to our goal. It's never going to be a linear progression. I think that moving towards that fear, if you if you know in yourself that you are not a shyster or a faker and you can do good debt repair, you need to move towards that scary stuff. Like I work on with my clients, you need to make those phone calls to people and you need to to go into those dealerships and to those body shops and to call those customers and to quote those prices. And the list goes on of things that you can do that are difficult. They are hard because your brain is telling you they're hard. They're really like physically, they're not that difficult. Like, like I had a client today who 
who needed to had been meaning to call a specific person for a while to get their business. And it's difficult. You feel resistance to do that. You're like, yeah, but what if they don't need me? Or what if they tell me no, and then I'm going to feel shitty about myself or whatever. The actual simple fact of actually picking up the phone and calling that person, very simple. But all the head, the head games we play in the meantime, between we decide to call and then when we do call, that's the difficult part. And that's where we need to learn to move towards that stuff. The stuff where your brain's like telling you, I don't know, you're going to fail. You've never done this before. Stay in the cave. Don't go out there. You don't know what's there. You could, you know, blah, 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 blah. When you learn to recognize it and define it, then you're able to overcome it. When you can, when you can, you can literally feel yourself if you practice this over time, you can say, oh, I've had this idea. I need to call this person. And then from there to 10 seconds later, your brain will go down all the reasons why you should not call that person. Or, or if you, you know, know you should be quoting that price based off the price guide. And before the words come out of your mouth between, I know it should be $700, but the words come out as $500. The time between the thought and the action of you saying the words are all limiting belief stuff in your head. Like they're not going to say yes to this price or they can't afford this because of something they said in the situation or they're a friend of a friend or whatever the reason being. So once you can identify it, and I'm not saying everything has to be a hundred percent price guide. If you've listened to my stuff, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't believe that, but that's just an example in this situation, right? So if you can learn to identify those thoughts that go on in your head, then you can and identifying it and giving a label to it and a name to it helps you overcome it. So you can say like, okay, I see what my brain is doing here because that's what it does. It tries to keep me safe. I see what it's doing here. Not going to let that happen. I'm going to do the thing anyways, even though it kind of scares the crap out of me and I may fail anyways, but at least I will have done it. Right. If, if that makes sense. When you learn to do that, when you learn to identify it and then overcome it and move towards those things that seem really scary because those are the things that are outside the comfort zone. Those are the things that are going to move the needle forward to the progress that you say you want in your life. When you say you'll do something and then you rise to the occasion and do it, there's a certain level of confidence that you gain in yourself that you believe that much more things are possible. Many more things are possible in life. So when you can, when you can identify it, rise to the occasion and accomplish those tasks that you say you're going to do, that's when you can become the best version of yourself, whether that's in life or in business or in any other way that you want to define it. So um, that's my thoughts for today. Don't let charlatan syndrome. If you're not a charlatan, if you know you're not a charlatan because you've done the training, because you've had the experience in the past, you know you can fix stuff. Do not let that keep you from creating the life and the business that you want. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at coachcoreyk.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.